Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Fashion has always been a great way to make a statement. From showing conformity, like in the military, or individuality, like streetwear, clothes are an important part of nonverbal communication. The common saying, beauty is pain, may make you think of uncomfortable shoes or an itchy sweater, but the truth is much more serious. So we've been using toxic chemicals in our fashion products for hundreds of years. Everybody's heard of the Mad Hatter. That's because hatters used mercury to make men's hats. And I mean, a lot of mercury, like 1% weight of the hat when they were tested recently, which is crazy. And then chemists invented a new color green that was based on arsenic. So people were wearing ball gowns and wreaths with green arsenic pigment. One young woman who was making these wreaths actually ended up dying from arsenic poisoning. That's Alden Wicker, award-winning journalist and author of To Die For, How Toxic Fashion is Making Us Sick. After using mercury and arsenic, chemists created fossil fuel dyes using coal tar. Wicker says this invention propelled us into a new world of chemistry, leading to the creation of contact poisons. There was shoe blacking that would poison people within a few hours when they put it on their shoes and then went out dancing in them. We've been doing this for quite some time, and people would have reactions to their fancy striped socks where they'd get stripy pustules across their ankles. And our fashion today isn't much better. Various studies, including a 2022 paper published in Plus One, have found toxic heavy metals in our fabrics. These include lead and cancer-causing metals, such as cadmium and chromium. Wicker says BPA, which is classified as an endocrine-disrupting chemical that interferes with our hormones, is also commonly found in workout gear, like sports bras and polyester spandex socks. We want to think that we've learned our lesson, but a lot of these things have been voluntarily phased out. And when things are being made in countries with really lax regulations, it's actually not illegal to put these things on clothing and sell it to adult consumers in the United States. The American Apparel and Footwear Association reports that more than 97% of apparel sold in the U.S. is made overseas. But why would brands want to sell products that include harmful chemicals that hurt their consumers. These brands don't own their factories. So they contract out to these dye houses, some of which I actually visited in India and saw how they work. And even these dye houses aren't entirely sure what's in these jugs of chemicals and finishes and dyes that they're buying. So it's just a very sloppy process. And when the clothes get shipped to America, the harsh chemicals don't magically disappear. 
In 2019, Delta Airline employees sued the clothing company Land's End, stating that the new uniforms were causing health issues. Their hair has completely fallen out. They've developed rashes so bad that they bled. They would be pulled off the plane because they were in such distress and taken to the ER with breathing problems. They had brain fog, extreme fatigue. I mean, they essentially, some of them became disabled. They just couldn't even get on the plane and be around the uniforms. So in some cases, they were unable to work. For some flight attendants, the reactions happened as soon as they put on the new uniforms. For others, it took time before they were able to make the connection between their health issues and the garments. The airline attendants, they figured out it was that because they all got their uniforms at the same time. You know, they wear them every single day for up to 12 hours a day and they talk to each other. But you and I, if we're, we have toxic clothing and it's causing a reaction, it might take us a really long time to figure out. We might do everything else, right? We switch out our personal care products and our cleaning products and our food. And then finally, we might say, okay, there's only one thing left. It's the fashion. Which makes it hard for many of us to realize that our clothes may be causing a cough, a rash, or respiratory issues. Our closets are filled with a hundred different things that we wear all the time. And sometimes, like I said, it can take two or three days for a reaction to show up to clothing that you've put on your body. So some people, they end up going to the dermatologist, they get an allergy test, and some chemicals that are in fashion do come up as uh, causing them an allergic reaction. In researching her book, Wicker discovered that having constant contact with clothes that cause allergic reactions can spiral your health problems. If you don't make a change, the reactions can evolve into chronic inflammation and increase your risk for autoimmune disorders. One of the researchers, she calls it tilt. Claudia S. Miller calls it tilt, intoxicant-induced loss of tolerance. So if you are bombarded by chemicals, your body, when it encounters it, just a tiny bit of that chemical moving forward, where will kind of overreact and you'll have all sorts of reactions, brain fog and hives and everything. So just a tiny bit of the chemical. And from then on, you're kind of gaslit and told like, well, you're just too sensitive, but really, you know, something happened to you. A 2021 paper published in Environmental Sciences Europe shows that up to 36% of Americans report having chemical intolerance. The condition occurs after repeated low-level exposures to a substance or from just one major exposure. This isn't rare. This is incredibly common. And if it's not affecting you or I, you know, it's affecting somebody that everybody loves. So it definitely deserves more attention. Wicker says some fashion brands have taken action against using these chemicals in their apparel. Companies will test their products and give suppliers a list of chemicals that they've banned from their clothing. However, this takes a lot of time, effort, and money that many other companies aren't willing to spend unless they have to. People know that somebody's getting hurt down the supply chain, but it's hard to convince somebody to spend more on a piece of fashion to help somebody that they've never met, they never will meet, and maybe they don't trust that if they spend more, it's actually going to go to the farmer or the garment worker. This book was my attempt to say, no, 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 no. What happens in the supply chain also affects you. But at the end of the day, Wicker believes it shouldn't be up to the consumers to do the research and seek out non-toxic clothing options. We're not chemists. We have a lot of different things that we're thinking about. You should be able to go to the store and be confident that what you're buying is not going to be carcinogenic or reproductive toxic. However, until there are stricter regulations, it is up to us to know what we're putting on our bodies. 
In general, wicker stays away from performance clothing that promises to be anti-wrinkle, anti-fungal, or stain-proof. I try to buy natural materials whenever possible. So even my workout gear is mostly cotton, like 95% plus cotton. I avoid neon or super saturated, bright colors. I only shop from brands that I trust. So I avoid ultra fast fashion brands. I avoid knockoffs. I avoid shopping from brands that I've never heard of before who have gibberish names. So I try to support brands that I think I know are, are doing better. Wicker founded an online international guide on sustainable and ethical fashion called EcoHub to help consumers. She hopes this information will one day be standard practice in the fashion industry. We need actual ingredient lists on our clothing that shows us everything. We need to have the information and the transparency. We need more protection. Wicker's book, To Die For, is available now wherever books are sold. You can find more information about Alden Wicker and all of our guests on our website, RadioHealthJournal.org. For more behind the scenes, visit Radio Health Journal on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our writer-producer is Kristen Farah. Our production manager is Jason Dickey. I'm Nancy Benson. Coming up next week on Radio Health Journal. People so oftentimes separate mental health from physical health. And in reality, it's really all coming from the body. The hidden symptoms and stigmas that come from traumatic brain injury. Then why should you care about the evolution of humanity? Often people are being put into situations where one person in a given environment, based on their ancestry, may respond very differently than another person. All that and more on Radio Health Journal. I'm Elizabeth Westfield, host of Radio Health Journal. If you enjoy listening to Radio Health Journal, you'll also like our sister show, Viewpoints, which covers a wide array of topics from education to history to the environment. Here's a preview of what they're covering this week on Viewpoints. If you're going to just create a lawn 100 feet away from your home, you're basically making a bowling alley for embers. Wildfires are becoming more common in areas never seen before. Are you prepared? Then... It's very hard for humans to directly observe the world and see what's really there, rather than what they hope is there or what their opinions are about what's there. Having trouble paying attention? One expert recommends trying this exercise. I'm Marty Peterson. And I'm Gary Price. These stories in-depth this week on your public affairs magazine, Viewpoints. And that's Radio Health Journal for this week. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to learn more. And check Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify for a library of past programs. Plus, you'll always find previous segments and information about our guests at RadioHealthJournal.org. Join us again next week for another edition of Radio Health Journal. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.